Good morning, it's February 5th, and this is To My Liberal Friends. Well, we all know that immigration and the security of the southern border is the number one issue among many voters. And the language is out on the new proposed immigration bill. The bill that has been negotiated by a bipartisan group of senators offers some sweeping changes, but it also provides a few loopholes for the Biden administration to get around new enforcements. Since Joe Biden took office, over 10 million people have illegally crossed the border. They come in caravans and they come from all over the world. Migrants fly into Mexico or other countries and then begin the trek north to the U.S. border. Once they cross the border, they immediately ask for asylum, as they've been coached to do. They know that under the current system, they will be released to the United States, given a court hearing date. And that date could be years out, as much as 10 years. And by that time, they've done multiple things to ensure they can stay in the country. This new bill allegedly raised the standards for migrants to qualify for asylum and provides language to increase the capacity for detaining them. The bill also encourages, would someone define that term for me, quicker resolutions to asylum cases while the migrants are still at the border. It creates a new expedited removal authority to quickly remove migrants that fail to meet the new asylum standards. The bill provides funding for more immigration judges to meet that demand. Now to the controversial parts of this new policy. The bill includes a trigger mechanism that would effectively allow 5,000 illegal crossings per day for several days. Basically, that means 1.5 million people could cross the border each year illegally. The president could lower that number to 4,000 per day. Any number of immigrants could present themselves at ports of entry and claim asylum. In reality, this would just force immigrants to go to the port of entries and they would be admitted and more likely released into the country. And that's a loophole in the bill. And when you look further, you'll find that the bill allows this action for only 270 days in the first year of implementation, and that number decreases year over year before it sunsets in just three years. Read, that's not a permanent fix. So listening to James Langford, Republican of Oklahoma, who's been one of the negotiators, he has said the asylum claims will be much stricter. No longer can you just claim you have fear of living in your own country. You have to prove there's a legitimate fear and that you could have just relocated to another part of the country and been safe, or you could have stopped in another country on your journey and been safe, and that's a key point. Absent those proofs, you'll be immediately deported. If that is in fact true, it would be a major change because anybody could stop in Mexico and they would have been safe. Democrats have insisted the bill include thousands of more family-based visas. They're also including language that would allow those seeking asylum to be provided work permits and guaranteeing them the right to counsel. All of those costs would be on the American taxpayer. And it would be the job of those lawyers to ensure that their clients, illegal migrants who have entered the country, that they get to remain in the country. Donald Trump has told Republicans in both the House and Senate to reject the bill. Now, I understand his political motives. He does not want to give Joe Biden a win on this controversial subject. The problem is I'm not sure that Trump could get a better deal for a long-term solution. Democrats would block any bill he sends to the Congress because Republicans would have to have the required 60 votes to avoid a filibuster. In other words, whatever solution we have, it has to be bipartisan. Senator Kirsten Sinema was on Face the Nation yesterday, and she said, we'll no longer have people just entering the country and maybe going to court in the next seven or 10 years. Instead, we'll make swift justice. Folks who do not qualify for asylum will be on a rapid path, six months or less, to start a new life in America. And those who do not qualify will be quickly returned to their home countries, end quote. Now, the Democrats are not without blame here. House Republicans passed an immigration bill in 2023. It was passed basically on party lines by a vote of 219 to 213. It was immediately condemned by Senate Democrats who refused to take the bill up. 
President Biden said he would veto the bill if it ever passed. The House bill proposed several measures reminiscent of former President Donald Trump's immigration policies. Notably, it would seek to construct additional sections of the border wall along the southern border. The bill also places stricter limitations on asylum seekers by requiring them to cross the border legally, pay a $50 fee, and meet more rigorous criteria during the initial interviews to establish a credible fear of persecution in their home country. Now, if we're being honest, we all have to admit that the vast majority of people crossing the border are not coming here for asylum, but for some imagined economic benefit. It is interesting to note that Biden has maintained that the border is secure and he has it under control. His Homeland Secretary, Alejandro Mayorkas, repeatedly testified that the border was secure, and that testimony is the centerpiece of Republican efforts to impeach him. I would add that no matter how you think on that effort, it will never come to fruition because there are insufficient votes in the Senate to convict him. It's done nothing more to make a political point, and that's it. What should take place, if they're following proper procedure, is for the Senate bill to come to the floor, as promised on Wednesday, allow senators to read it, and be open for amendments. Republicans should offer tough amendments and force the supporters of the bill to take difficult votes. I believe there are several Democratic senators who would find it hard to vote against some of those amendments. Then send the bill to the House, where it will be referred to the appropriate committee. The House could hold hearings on the bill, then open it up for amendments in committee. They could make substantial changes to the bill, which would force a compromise in conference between the House and Senate. Then the American people can see all the provisions of the bill and make their own decisions on which part of the legislation they want to see included. My guess is polling would tell a lot of Democrats that they may be on the wrong track. Allowing between one and a half, one million and one and a half million people to enter legally before any action is taken is not going to be met with approval by voters. Paying for legal services for people who have entered illegally will not be popular. And if you doubt these contentions, contentions, I would ask you to look at the huge backlash that is happening in cities like Chicago, New York, and other so-called sanctuary cities where services to the citizens of those communities are being slashed in order to fund to take care of these illegal immigrants. It's been to my liberal friends. Thanks for listening.